0: Hello everyone, Eric Dillman here, and welcome to episode 26 of the Pro Series Podcast. On this episode, I talk with home buying expert David Sedoni. David shares some tips and tricks on buying your first home. He also talks about common mistakes he finds in his first-time home buyers, and shares some overall information he hopes all new home buyers can take from his teachings. He goes more in-depth on his podcast, How to Buy a Home find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. But before you do that, again, make sure you subscribe, rate and review the Pro Series podcast on wherever you listen to your podcasts. But now I hope you enjoy episode 26 of the Pro Series with David Sedoni. Awesome. Thank you, David, for coming on today. I'm so excited to talk to you about um, your podcast and then some information on how people could ditch their renting and start buying homes. So, awesome. so first, can we start off, just give us a little bit about your background, how you got into the podcasting world, and um, really just your prof- how you got to where you are.
1: Sure. Uh, well, I'm in Southern California uh, in Orange County by Disneyland, and uh, right. that Disneyland plays a little part in this, believe it or not. So 15 years ago, almost 16 years ago, I got started in real estate here. And I have a bunch of friends who work at Disneyland. So at the beginning of my career, I started a lot of people who work at Disneyland, um, helping them. And a lot of them were first-time homebuyers. Okay. Now, the, the original name, the name of my podcast is How to Buy a Home. The original name was going to be the biggest uh, dirty little secret in real estate. Um, and that secret is that first-time homebuyers are the very bottom of the rung and the bottom of the totem pole, and are treated like garbage. Yeah, Um, It's a stepping stone for everybody in the industry. It's how you learn. And so my first few years helping all those people at Disneyland, I did that, and then I kind of had a half business where I was helping people sell homes, but I still kept working with all the first-time homebuyers. And did that for about 12, 13 years. And then I just kind of got fed up. Um, and you know, of everybody in the real estate industry thinking that these people were supposed to be the people that were Guinea pigs and that you learned how to be a realtor with rather than serving them exclusively.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I started the podcast and here we are three years later, uh, how to buy a home is, uh, out there and, and helping people understand the process where there, there really isn't a lot of information from realtors out there to help first-time home buyers.
0: Absolutely. So you are a realtor as well?
1: Correct. I started in 2006, okay. uh, early 2006. I um, I I run. I had a solo team and then I had a partner. And then I had eight buyer's agents working for me for a while. Did tons of transactions here in Southern California. And then my wife said, uh, you're not happy. You're only happy when you work with all those Disney people. So... Okay. That's when I found a, 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 my calling and got into educating, and not only educating, but inspiring and motivating, and helping clear the clutter so that people could understand this was possible. Because I I didn't get started in real estate till I was thirty five years old, and I went back and did my own numbers. I lost. Uh, I spent one hundred and four thousand dollars in rent in my twenties, and I easily could have rented. Uh, I did the math in today's dollars. I, I lost, you know, close to half a million dollars just by doing nothing more than paying the rent that I did yeah. in Hollywood when I lived in Hollywood in the 90s. That's how old I am. In the yeah. 90s, I was an adult. Oh,
0: my gosh. <laughs> so, um, what would be your advice for someone like some around my age? I bought my house uh, two years ago, um, but and this is my first house. What would be your advice for someone? that's renting just out of college, renting, or still living at home, Where? how do you start to even do the home process? How do you know what you could afford? Um, who do you go see to figure out who what you could afford? Because when you go into it, you're kind of completely blind. You see a sticker price on realtor.com, and you have no idea. Can I afford that? Does that fit in my budget? So how do you go about that and figure that out?
1: Well... <sighs> That's the the it's such a gigantic hole mm-hmm. in being able to research and, and educate. Mm-hmm. That's why I started the podcast because uh I wanted to help people. Like you bought your home two years ago. Where did you start?
0: Um, so the first um open house I went to, I had no idea. No idea. I just went to it because it seemed like a good price. Um, but my realtor got me involved with a mortgage person i also went to a personal uh finance advisor just to figure out like my annual income um, and figured out just like what would be the top of my range and what would be the appropriate comfortability of uh for a mortgage and also factoring everything else that comes into a home because i was coming in with no furniture nothing you had to factor that all in so um that's kind of where so I. Got
1: you- what got you in there? Because two years ago, for you to walk into an open house, most of the time, people who do that, like the way you did it, they're getting uh, some kind of advice from someone. Did you just wake up one day and say, I'm ready to do adulting?
0: No. So um, my brother actually bought was buying a house at the, around the same time. So I wasn't yeah. really ready to buy a house. I didn't think I could be ready. Um, honestly, just th- thought that was like two or three years out of the picture. Um, but once I got I actually didn't buy that first house. Um, that was just kind yeah. of a stepping stone. Um, and after I met with the financial advisor and then the mortgage people, um, it got me into a range where I, I knew I'd be comfortable with, um, with my salary, with all of that. Um, and that's kind of where I started. I started looking at houses in that range to make sure. So all the expert opinions um, I took into account and made sure I st- stuck with it.
1: Well, that's, that's precisely the way that people do it. And that's what I'm trying to change.
0: Gotcha. Um, okay.
1: Because it's, it's you did it, it's doable. And it's the way that first-time buyers have been doing it, which is wake up one day, go to an open house, meet somebody, and then start to get the information. Mm-hmm. There's two reasons why it, that's happening that way. And it's, it's just backwards. Um, the, the first is because when you Google first time home buyer, like I did before I started the podcast, you're going to see, I got 18 pages into Google before I just quit because there wasn't one realtor. It's all lenders because no real estate agent is dedicating their marketing to people buying their first home. Their old school technique is get a listing, which is a house for sale, drop a sign in the yard and the buyers come to you. Mm. So the whole industry is built on that. So there's no information. So someone like you, when you're thinking about it, that's that's what you do. You go to an open house first. Yeah. I commend everybody who does that. Uh, my wife did it that way. Same thing as you. She talked to her brother. Um, I talked to my dad and... Now, the whole world is used to researching everything at such a high level.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So what the podcast tries to tell people is, hey, understand this. You can hire whoever you want. What are the odds are that you're going to walk into an open house and that is the best realtor for you and that they have the best connection to the best lender for you? You never know, you know, The one thing about the, about open houses that people don't realize is a lot of realtors, a lot of those people holding open houses, aren't the people that are listing the house. Mm. They're, they're a new agent just trying to get clients. Yeah. So if you can hire whoever you want, you you're looking for, you know, a small percentage as a sliver of maybe 20 to 30% of agents in your town that are what I call a unicorn agent. They're a combination of experience And also willingness to work with a first-time buyer and have you be one of their clients. So how do you find that person? Well, that's one of the things that I do on my podcast is I'll give you, uh, you know, full ways to interview your realtor, asking the right questions, you know, understanding you need to be empowered and coming into this understanding what you need to be looking for. And you need to be doing all of this way before you even go out and start looking at open houses. It's all the prep work and stuff. So I've been, and I have a realtors all over the country I know who work like this. I've been referring people all over the country. Um, and every day I get four or five people that call me and say, hey, do you have a unicorn in Nashville? And I'll hook them up with somebody I know out there who who works that way, where you get yourself a team right from the beginning. And that team is backing you completely. And before you even go look at at houses, first you talk to the realtor and the realtor will kind of give you the ins and outs of the neighborhoods and what the possibilities are. Then the realtor can give you a few references to a lender and then you have a team. I see a lot of first-time buyers going online and going to a national online mortgage broker and you're basically going to a call center when you do that. Mm. And... Whereas if you can get a a realtor that has a local lender, now you've got two people that their business is totally dependent on you being a million percent satisfied and telling all your friends. That's the best kind of advocate you could ever get. Absolutely. And the biggest thing for me is on my side, I just wanted to give people education. So I've got, you know, I think 67, 68 podcasts up with hours and hours of me droning on about uh, the most boring topics in the world that I try to make interesting. But um, it's the stuff that, that just so you walk in and, and you have clarification, so you can feel comfortable. The whole goal is to not be walking into this blind, and just walking into an open house and saying, teach me, tell me everything. And again, what are the odds that person the right person for you?
0: Absolutely. And that's how, um, like most people my age, you know, you don't, you don't always have that father figure or that parent or someone to help you out and guide you through this. So that's pretty awesome that you're doing this. And I mean, I even had that and it'd be awesome to listen to this before I even bought the house.
1: You know, it's, it's one of those things that uh, it started out as, as a passion project for me. Um, And it was something I thought would be helpful for, you know, my Disney people. Because, you know, there are just a lot of people that are renting for these astronomical numbers, and they don't realize for a small down payment, you know, you you could take last year's tax refund, uh, borrow 5000 more from mom, and that's your down payment, you know, it's, it's hard for people to understand that if you're willing to go to your next lease, and you're going to put in a first and last, you know, just a little bit more than that first and last could be enough for you to get a home and your mortgage is going to be the same as your rent. And I I appreciate the fact, you know, I am 51. So, uh, you know, I still don't feel it. So I cringe a little bit when I get called a father figure, but I'll take it, man.
0: (laughs) Uh, Funny that you say the renting part, because I feel like a lot of people, once they graduate from college, they want to move to the city or closer to the fun parts of town. Um, And that's what I see a lot of. And they're paying, they pay way more than I pay in mortgage plus my utilities and everything. Um, And they don't really see that side of it, that they, the down payments and um, what they're actually spending on the apartment. They could have had a nice house um, and started investing in their future.
1: Fear of the unknown is, the, the barrier I'm trying to break down with the podcast. Uh, you know, I, I, I love the fact that people who are curious come and find me and start to learn what's going on. Um, and then they get to hear my story. I was the same way. I was 20, I was 21 and got a job in, you know, the movie industry. So I moved to Hollywood now. I had four apartments from 91 to 98 for, I think I I could have got in for $5,000 down back in 91. And my rent would have been the exact same as that. Uh, my mortgage would have been exactly the same as what I paid for that $104,000 in rent and lost half a million dollars in equity and tax benefits and everything else. And I still could have lived in a little condo that probably would have been better than the apartments that I lived in and still really? been in the city and still done all that stuff. But there was nobody there to tell me, you yeah. know, and my, and it's funny. My, my dad at that point wasn't even telling me that he was telling me to buy life insurance instead. But it's, <laughs> you know, you think about it when you're in your 20s after you graduate college, your biggest monthly bill, everyone talks about their student loans yeah. monthly, it's maybe ten or twenty percent of what you what your biggest bill is, your rent. If yeah. you're paying your rent by yourself, you're a couple thousand I mean the, the average that just came out was twenty one hundred bucks for a two bedroom. And if you're, you know and if you're paying that, and then people are like, well yeah, but I don't pay the whole thing. I do it with my roommates. Cool. See what you can qualify for a house and get a roommate there. One of my first one of my first podcast listeners in Denver couldn't handle their rent. So they they went and, you know, they had decent jobs out of college and they were like, well, yeah, we're approved for this much money. And but it's going to cost us three grand a month and we can't afford three grand a month. So they just took their roommate from their apartment and they just moved them over. And, you know, they ended up almost making money every month
0: see, that's the way to go. Get a planet. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on today. Um, is your How to Buy a Home podcast, is that available on all platforms?
1: How to Buy a Home. Yep. It's, oh. uh, it's everywhere. Most of the time I get people that call me that say they found it. Uh, they just, you know, searched on Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I want to make sure everybody follows you on Instagram, and that's at David uh, Sedoni. Correct. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, David, for coming on today. Um, Can't wait to get this out. And if anybody wants to learn more about your first time home buying, please go listen to his podcast and also go to his Instagram.
1: Absolutely. I get DMs every day with people going, dude, I had no idea I could do this. Fun job.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you, David, so much.
1: Thanks, Eric.